Please pray with me. God of creation, God of redemption, and God of transformation, we thank you for the ending of the months of summer that we celebrate and the beginning of our fall season in just a few weeks. We thank you for the fullness that it's given us. Help us today, dear Lord, to remember just how sacred it is to be a part of creation in everything that we do. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Well, do I have your attention? As you might be aware, people drive down this part of Main Street pretty quickly most days, in spite of the speed limit signs, but I've never seen, honestly, so many cars going so slowly as they were this week. And it seems like they were going particularly slowly right in front of our board sign, honestly. I hope that's a good thing. I hope that people see that we're a church that's not afraid to take on some tough, tough topics in the light of God's loving and redeeming grace. When I was deciding what to talk about in my message today, I saw that the Song of Solomon was in our lectionary, and so let me just make this clear. I did not go looking for this topic. This topic is offered to us this week by God's church. And I hope it's clear that this is a family safe talk, perhaps the beginning of a talk that some of our parents will be having with their children for a long time to come. And the talk that I hope that we're all going to prepare for from this message is the talk with God and with those who we love about reclaiming the living presence of God's love for us as God's creations and how we touch intimately. To touch someone, skin to skin, is to be human. Touch is not just natural, it's essential. Even inside a mother, a baby is already touching. And it's the moment of birth that defines our ability to touch and be touched freely. From the moment we're born, we are creatures who can and must touch. Studies have shown that up to a third of children placed in orphanages in poor countries will die at an early age, not because they lack food or water, shelter, or medical attention, but because they were not touched except to get those essentials. Without a loving touch, they perish. Young children of families seeking refuge in our nation who were separated from their parents for weeks showed signs of trauma as the result of not being touched lovingly by their parents. We must touch with love to live and to thrive. It's not too hard to hold the hand of a newborn child and realize that we are amazingly and wonderfully made by a loving God. When our son Christopher was born, his newborn hand gripped my finger as strong as could be. It was the miracle 
of emotional and spiritual intimacy, and they reflected perfectly the miracle of creation from God's point of view. We're a part of God's act of creation through the intimacy that creates babies. The joy that we are meant to feel in such a moment is joy that can come only from a God who wants to touch us in love and who wants us to touch one another in the image of God's love. It's from this fundamental perspective of being loved and loving creations of God who need the touch of love that we approach the Song of Solomon today, the most sensuous book in the Bible by a long shot. The Song of Solomon is also called the Song of Songs or the Canticle of Love, depending on which Bible you pick up. However it's been labeled, it plays a a very important role in Jewish culture. It's the first of the five books of the Hebrew Bible that are spoken out loud on important Jewish holy days. The Song of Solomon is sung during the Jewish Passover celebration, the celebration of the deliverance of the people of Israel from slavery in Egypt. The Song of Solomon, then, is meant to celebrate our liberation from oppression with joy, joy as deep and as fulfilling as the deepest touch that two people can share. And it's this liberating joy that we celebrate by comparing the one who we love to touch to the finest and most beautiful creatures in God's creation in the Song of Songs. It's a physical joy. And yet, as Jewish tradition reminds us, there can't be real physical joy without spiritual joy. Joy that liberates us from human power that is meant to hurt us and enslave us. God's power among us allows us to experience joyful, innocent love as God's beloved children again, returning to God's care. And this is where we start to have problems that we need to talk about. Where is God in our lives of touch? Where is the living God when we touch another? And how are we teaching our children to ask this question and to share that question with trusted adults? The oppression that the Israelites were experiencing under Pharaoh hurt abuse of power and enslavement are the signs that we need to be aware of in our lives and our children's lives to help us to be aware of when touch is not godly touch. Unfortunately, this kind of depression, oppression defines a lot of human touching. Hurt through physical intimacy is everywhere. Sometimes it's even celebrated. If you walk onto the campus of Wesleyan University, just up the road here, and look at the bulletin boards there, as well as at other colleges, they might shock you with posters that invite young adults to seek hurtful relationships. Abuse of power by people in business, school, and yes, certainly churches, as well as marriages and other relationships. They turn the innocence of touch into a tool of oppression, turning shouts of joy into shameful silences 
Popular, popular movies and books and internet sites celebrate enslavement through touch as if it were cool and trendy. Well, it might be trendy, but it's not cool. We, as Christians, must carry some of this blame for the culture of oppression and death that's turning the joy of touching into a nightmare of oppression and despair. Through history, some Christians have put our spirituality on one end of our lives and our physical life on the other end. Apparently, the two were not supposed to meet. While it's true that the spiritual Christian life transforms our lives, it doesn't eliminate life. It changes it. And it makes it something bigger and better and more joyful, not less joyful. Christian living changes what we thirst for. It changes what we long for. But it does not eliminate thirsting and longing. My dear friends in Christian faith, God did not create us to be at war with creation. Amen? To be a creation of God is amazing and wonderful and should be joyful whenever possible. And our time in creation doesn't last long, and we should rejoice in it as if we were in the Garden of Eden, loving our innocent and perfect connection with one another, and seeing the loving reflection of all of God's creation in our most intimate relationships. We should care for one another in our relationships of touch, as if we were caring for the Garden of Eden itself. The stewardship over how we treat God's creations, tending to them with love as God gave us and our partners our very lives in love. Taking everything that God has given us to find delight in, but resisting a reach for that apple of willful oppression that can turn the whole thing sour so very quickly. In other words, when you put out that do not disturb sign on your door for your most intimate moments, don't think that you've disinvited God from the room. Our faith life is meant to prepare us for those moments, to help us to be in touch with God in those moments, and to help us to process those moments when things don't feel right, one way or the other. If we don't feel right about how we've been touched or how we've touched someone, God wants to hear from us. God was there. God saw it. And so it's not going to be news to God. God knows that you might wonder why God didn't do something when the touching went wrong. And God is there to help us on the journey of love to and through the cross of Jesus, it holds the answer to that question. God's very Son, Jesus Christ, was touched in the worst ways possible. And God rose up from those horrible moments so that we could have confidence that our suffering is never ignored, has always been felt by God, and that God is always ready to guide us to healing, hope, and justice, even when the touching goes wrong. We know this because God also gives us God's Holy Spirit to live in through faith. 
so that we can speak the truth to one another with love, as Jesus did, even about these things. The full armor of God is available for us for those conversations, and it takes a faith life, faith groups, as well as trusted private counselors to help us to practice the spiritual strength we need for having those conversations. We need to talk. We need to talk about sex. But first and foremost, we need to talk about faith with ourselves and our families so that when we talk about it, our willingness to talk the talk of faith will give us and our loved ones the courage and the strength and the words to express where the gap is between holy, healthy touching and touching that's not reflecting the joy of being a creation of God. Touching is important. Touching is essential. Touching is given to us by God. May God's gift of touch in our lives reflect the joy that God has for you as God's creations, and may God guide you and your loved ones into holy conversations about how best to touch one another in the image of our loving God. Amen. Thank you. It's time now for the prayers of people. Time when we lift up our joys and concerns, the places where we're broken, and the places where we give thanks for healing. This week, we pray in gratitude for Kevin Collins getting a job as he begins his civilian life. And it sounds like he's found a very good first assignment. Uh, we pray for the healing of Corky. She's got the bug. And it's not fun. And we pray that she feels better soon. We pray for those traveling this weekend and those who have started school. And... We thank all of our children for coming this weekend, and we remind them that next week we start Sunday school. So then you'll be able to go back and have fun again. Not that this isn't fun in its own way. I pray a special prayer for those in the world and those unspoken people in this congregation who have experienced abuse in their lives. And I pray for the, the healing grace of God to be upon your heart and to continue with it. And for people to seek out the healing they need through faith to be lifted up this day and forevermore in the healing of God. I also lift up a couple of prayers that came into our prayer box. I believe these were through the, uh, the dog blessing, alias the dog licking. And I've never been licked by so many dogs in my life. And it was, each one was a blessing. May God help me through what I am going through with my uncle's death. And may God help me with what I'm going through with my aunt. We thank people for asking help and what they are going through. 
And we pray for your unspoken prayers here today, whatever they may be. Gracious God, hear the prayers of the people. We lift them up with love in our hearts, seeking your grace and your healing strength. Be upon them and upon all the world who need your healing so much. We pray for a world that is so vastly beautiful that we can forget in the midst of our pain and the problems of the world how powerful your presence and your healing is. Help us not to forget that in the middle of things that challenge us, both in our lives and what we see in the world. Your power is great. Help us to seek shelter in it. And help us to lift up with joy those moments when we see that your story is embracing our story and giving us healing and hope. Give us hope these days and all the days of our lives. We pray for it in the blessed name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And thanks for a loving God who brings healing, hope, and justice to all the world. We now present our offerings and our tithes in honor to the glory of God's work of love in this place at this time. for a joyful worship on what I pray will be a joy-filled weekend for you. And so let's talk about here in our charts to keep together what we hope to go out and do with the gifts of God that have been given us today. Let's say together, we have the gift of life from God and the opportunity to use that gift to touch lives for Christ in everything that we do, including our most personal lives. Let us reflect God's love in everything we do to touch people as God's creations. And now, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's face upon us and be gracious unto us. And may the Lord lift up God's countenance even upon us and grant us that beautiful thing called 
peace, now and forever. And may the people of God say, Amen! Amen.